Welcome to the Thundercast, your martial athletics podcast produced by the fans, for the fans, with your hosts, Russ Livingood and KD Hudnall. We're bringing you the thundering word on the thundering herd each and every week. So keep it right here. The Thundercast is on the loose. Thanks for downloading another episode of the Thundercast. You can follow us on Twitter at Thundercast underscore pod. And please go over to the Facebook page and give that a like as well. We got some really great news, some awesome things coming up here, which leads me to say, go click the link in the description of the page to the YouTube channel today of all days when you're listening to this, because once we get to the things, you're going to want to have already subscribed. Yep. Uh, that being said, we've got a lot to talk about today. Um, I don't know how many things Russ just keeps that a mystery for me. And you know, you're guaranteed a minimum of five things every week and, and that's what you'll get, but there could be a bonus thing or two who knows. And then we'll, we'll, we'll take it around the herd. We've got some excellent news and stuff goings on and we want to cover it all. So let's get into it. But first let's get a quick word from our sponsors at 304 car If you've been hurt in a wreck, visit 304carwreck.com on the web or on Facebook. Jason and Matt are experienced injury lawyers in Huntington who practice throughout West Virginia, Ohio, and Kentucky. They can't protect you from bad drivers, but they will make sure you're treated fairly by the insurance companies. Find them at 304carwreck.com. We got a lot going on. There's kind of a lot of news going on. It looks like the herd is... uh in for some change of leadership at some positions. I'm sure we're going to talk about that. So give me five things every herd fan needs to know. All right. This week it is five things every herd fan needs to know. As always, brought to you by Ignite Link, the Tri State's premier IT management team. Number one, I don't know if I'll ever get tired of saying things about Tavion Kenzie in a positive uh, <laughs> manner, but. Tavion Kinsey is a finalist for the Lou Henson Award. That goes to uh, college's mid-major, and uh, the final list is down to 30. So mm-hmm. it's not like a top five or anything like that, but very, very selective when you're thinking of all the teams that are in um, college basketball. There's over yeah. 300. Yeah. you know, yeah. And, and not all of them are in those – top six, uh, whatever you want to call those, but they're not a major. So these are the mid majors and very prestigious to even be in that. That still encompasses a lot of players, a lot lot of players just from a overall gross number. And then to whittle it down to be well, we, when he was named to the watch list, that was a big deal because it's like, Mm -hmm. all right, people are paying attention. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, okay, he's a semifinalist. That's a big deal. People are paying attention. And, you know, his season never faded out. It just kept right. pumping out numbers. We were pumping out wins. And and I think when he finally set the record there and became the all-time leading scorer, that really pushed it over the top for probably a number of the people that are on that committee. Yep. And they were like, yep. okay, there's no way we can deny this now. He's He's easily one of the greatest – this year mm-hmm. <laughs> in a mid-major from uh, i don't know if it's position specific is it like shooting nope. guard specific okay nope. it's just nope. guard or anything it's nope. just mid-major nope. player mid-major okay. yeah so then that that means that you're going up against all these guys who yeah. have all different types of game and right. tavion season just never 
like petered out. Yeah, we got bounced early, but that's not an individual thing, right? That, I would argue that he ramped it up a little bit because yeah, yeah. His, his scoring over the last 10 games uh, eked up from the uh, in the 20s to the 21, then above 22. And uh, when you look at the, not just the mid-majors, look at everybody in the NCAA with scoring, and he's in the top 10. I can't remember if he finished sixth or fifth or seventh, somewhere around there. Uh, all these other players, especially the leading scorer, they shot like 11 three-pointers a game. Mm-hmm. Tavion is the anomaly there, and he led, as far as I can remember, in uh, two-point field goals mm-hmm. uh, made for for all of the, the country. And that's how he scored his points. He was not a three-point bomber where you can, you know, you hit five of those in a the game, there's 15 points right there. Um, he got his in that mid-range game, driving to the basket at the free throw line. Yeah, at the line. Yeah, coming up clutch. Um, just cannot say enough good. Not only is he a, a great basketball player, he's just an amazing face for this university, an amazing mm-hmm. man. Uh, I don't want to call him a kid. You know, for us, he's... It's he's, not a disrespectful thing, man. He's, he's, he's under half say. our age, you know, yeah, so... Yeah, but but I know, don't but, mean... That's not a disrespectful term, yeah. man. When you say, man, this kid can ball. Yeah. I don't. I, he, that's not anything bad. Yeah, I, I wish someone would still call me a kid <laughs> because that would mean that I have a lot less gray hair and, uh, you know, not getting AARP mail in the, uh, uh, you know... <laughs> But also, you talk, you're just talking about scoring, right? And we've talked many, many times. Yeah. He's a distributor, so that's a yeah. whole different part of the game. You know, if you were the selfish type guy, and I'm not saying that these other finalists are. I'm just saying right. if you were a selfish player, you could have higher scoring numbers. But yep. we are the only team in the country that had two guys in the top 25 in scoring. Yeah. And you can't do that without distributing the ball, right? Sure. And we And we've talked about, as a team, how Marshall was often – out rebounded by a large margin. So you got to make those shots count. You're not getting very many second chance opportunities in relation to other teams. So I think all of those things kind of are pieces in the puzzle that tell you yeah. how really great Tavion Kinsey's season truly mm-hmm. was. And it would not surprise me to see him, you know, if they name, I don't know what you call it. I mean, damn, you, how, how do you whittle down from 30 if 30 is already your finalists? You know, if you're like, you're they, just name no, yeah, they, just, <laughs> they just name one. No, they just, they just name the one. I don't think that they release like the top five vote getters yeah. or whatever, like the Heisman would show, you know, all that. So we may never know where he finished if he doesn't win. And, you know, let's just face it. The odds are stacked against him. Of course. The, you know, uh, a lot of people nationally, these voters, you can't expect them to have watched these games. So uh, I don't, I don't really know, you know, but hopefully they haven't watched a lot of the other finalist games either. And, and you look at a stat sheet and you go, okay, points, dang, he's pretty impressive in points. Then you start going down the categories. You're like, well, hell he had, you know, X amount of assists a game. He was second in the conference there or third in the conference there, whatever the number was. And you're like, well, he's a really complete player. Even more impressive when I looked at a cursory glance, somebody could find better, but I saw that in my opinion, when I was going down through and sorting by position, I think he was second in the country as a guard in rebounds per game. Uh, So, you know, he plays that kind of wing guard position. He's a shooting guard, but if he's a shooting guard, what would you call uh, Cam Kerfman? You know, right. right. To me, I think he's the, He's definitely not your small forward. Marshall doesn't have 
yes. you know, traditional uh, things. Kenzie brought the ball up the court a lot of times, you know, yeah. he was, so anyway, he had a well-rounded game and all that, but the sexy pick is going to be, I can't remember the guy's name, but he's from Detroit. Um, oh yeah. That fell just short of uh, Pete Maravich's all-time yeah. record. Yeah. He had, he outscored, you know, he was a leading scorer and everything. And I feel like that's where, you know, when you can't possibly watch 30 games for every mid-major, that's mm-hmm. kind of where the voting will go if I had to put money on it. And the odds are stacked against just about everybody else, in my opinion. I feel yeah. like they'll they'll have it him kind of a career thing as well for him. Yeah. Uh, and Kenzie's up there as well, right? But he's a full thousand points shy yeah. of what this guy was because this guy shoots 12 threes a game for five years. So. Right, right. Still, wouldn't surprise me. I wouldn't say I would be utterly shocked and surprised to see Tavion win. Right. But you're right. It's 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 a crapshoot. But just to be named a finalist, you've got to be like, yeah, they're paying attention. Right? Yeah. This, mm-hmm. this puts me on all the right radars. So mm-hmm. I hope he gets it. I know you hope he gets it. But hey, we'll celebrate it when we get, if it happens. That's right. All right, number two, uh, season ticket renewals are up for football, and they've got the pricing out. You can uh, select if you want uh, to have them call later on. If you want to look at different seats, moving Mm -hmm. your seats, moving your parking, you can select those on there. They sent paper out. They sent an email about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can uh, go on. uh, They put it on social media. You can go online and do it. You can call them to do it over the phone. You can take the physical piece of paper that they mailed you, mark your selections, send that back in. Mm-hmm. You can do it monthly. You can do it half up front, half in, I think it's June. And then you can pay full right now. I don't know if they can make it any easier. Yeah. more. I mean, so many options of yeah. just to fulfill your renewal. A, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's not like they're saying, look, we're only doing it online. So for those yeah. folks that are like, I don't do online. Great. You're right. going to get a piece of paper you can mail in. Yep. And then payment options. It's a big deal, right? Mm-hmm. So we're starting to see some of our peers pump out those numbers and say, hey, man, we've outsold our record of season tickets already. Mm-hmm. You know, and we know that Marshall has some pretty respectable numbers as far as season ticket holders over the years. But it's time for us to step up too, right? If you've yeah. never been a season ticket holder before, maybe now's the time to do it, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I get it. I get it. You're like, well, I don't know if I can go all the game to all the games. Okay. I get that. Um, you, you might think that it's, it's better for you to be on a game by game basis. Okay. That's fine too. But if you're on the fence and you're thinking, man, I've never really done it before. I don't know if I want to give it a shot, right? Secure the seats. Know they're yours. Know that you're going to get to set in the same spot every game. And it's where you want to be the vantage point you want to be and where you want to see the game from. It's, it's just the time to step it up. And, you know, of course we're going to be renewing mm-hmm. our season tickets. So we're going to be giving tickets away to all the home football games yet again, this season. And uh, also let's talk about the new, what's new this year. Well, first of all, let's talk about what's old, right? Because the family pack is coming back. We've been told. Yep. So it, it, I'm that's sure it'll 90, be, it's section 105, yeah. $99 per seat and you get four seats. So that's $396 for four seats to six games. Mm-hmm. That's really, really good. 
Now you can't value. get to, you have to get at least four, right? Right. You yes. can't get two. You can't get anything less. You have to get at least four. But two friends of that, two sets does, of two. That's right. That's right. You that's what I was going to say. You just order together. You got to get four at a time. But if it's two, four friends or two couples or whatever it is, as long as it adds up to four, you can get the family pack in section 105. So that's back. And that's a big deal, you know, because a lot of folks feel like that $100 price point is important to them. And if you're one of those, rest assured, you're going to have the opportunity to secure some seats in 105. Now, let's talk about what's new in 2023. Well, we've got a new thing coming out. This is the first time that we'll be able to talk about it. You're going to see it throughout every different sport. It's going to not just be for football. Mm -hmm. It's called All M, A-L-L hyphen M for Marshall. So instead of All In, you're going All M. What does that mean? When you renew or later on when you uh, when they open that up for first time uh, season ticket holders, when you get mm -hmm. that, it's an additional twenty five dollars. You just mark that you want to be all in. What do you get for that twenty five dollars? Um, you receive the se season ticket holder gift that's not named yet discounted single game tickets so you know if you want to buy because you've got a friend coming in you can buy him buy him uh seats at a cheaper uh uh than face value also 2023 marshall volleyball season tickets it's a one ticket per ticket so if you buy four you would get four tickets to volleyball they're going to be ticketed for the first time this year um volleyball got uh put with football mm -hmm. and they're going to be doing the same thing with soccer you know men's soccer and women's soccer and things like that so your tickets that you get you will get for free if you become all in volleyball tickets so it's it's a i think there was oh i left one thing out that's what i was going to say a concession coupon for every home football game so your 25 dollars, you're going to get a gift you're going to have the opportunity to buy uh, season or single game tickets cheaper. Mm -hmm. You're going to get some of that money back every single game. If you just go to the concession stand and get, you know, I don't know if it's $3 off $5. I don't know. And then you're also going to get free volleyball tickets. Yeah. For 25 bucks. I think that's a very good deal. Yeah. You're going to come out ahead by going all in. And also yeah. what you're doing is throwing support towards the the volleyball team. Right. And it doesn't really matter if you're like, man, I don't care about the volleyball team. Well, okay, take that away. You're going to get discounted single game tickets, which how easy is it to recoup 25 bucks on single game tickets mm -hmm. and a concessions voucher? We we've heard for years, people complain how expensive things are. Well, they're going to try to give you a little break on that yeah. every game, once every game. So you will come out ahead. It's much like the big green and the herd perks discount card, where if you just use it, you'll make your donation right back up. So, you know, you can actually essentially make money on herd perks. Well, you can come out way ahead by going all in. And uh, of course, you know, Russ is going to talk about this from our standpoint. The Thundercast is obviously going all in. And what yeah. that means is we will have volleyball tickets that we will be able to give away also in conjunction with football. So let's talk about what we're going to do with our all in stuff. Before we do that, I want to take okay. it a step further. Okay. Uh, th that hypothetical person that says, I don't care or won't be in to watch all the volleyball tickets. Understandable. Mm -hmm. Give those, let us know via DM 
find us wherever, send them to us. We'll make sure that someone goes. Yeah. We'll give those tickets away too. Yeah. We're not looking to make money. We're not going <laughs> to. Now, if you want to try to sell them or whatever to somebody, I, you know, I don't know what the ticket prices are going to be for the volleyball games, but if you don't mind going and you want to go all in, please go all in. Whatever games that you don't want to go to in volleyball, send them to us. We'll make sure that herd fans will put butts in those seats. Mm-hmm. And and the volleyball team deserves it. They're a fun group to watch. Uh, they Their athletes work just as hard as all the other athletes, and they need to get support. Now we're ticketing those events. That will be more revenue for their program. Onward and upward. I mean, we talked about the TerraFlex floor that they got mm-hmm. last year. This athletic department really wants to invest in all teams. We really want to make a splash in the Sun Belt. Going all in does all that to help that. Yeah. And, so and now, it... <laughs> if you if you don't have anything else, no, I'm going to go no. to So Not number three, the third thing, it's actually a thing. Oh. The Thundercast mm-hmm. is going to have an all-in sweepstakes. Okay. So this is even better for you to go all in because we are going to have the ticket office uh, give us the names. We're going to pick four uh, people that go all in and we're going to randomly draw and select these four and they're going to get a $25 gift card of some sort. We're going to announce that at some point on where and what and that sort of thing, but we're going to give some of our money back mm-hmm. and thank those people uh, for going all in. So to me, now it is an even more of a no brainer to go all in because <laughs> you may get your $25. Or back. if you're getting stepped up for free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah you're going to get all that and your $25 back. You're going so to there's no back. reason. You're, you'll basically get season tickets. You'll be a season ticket holder to volleyball for free. You know, four people will, or four yeah. all in members will, yeah. and that's. I mean, it's again. We try to find ways that we can give back to the fan base, and this just seemed like an absolute no brainer, right? Yeah. Like this is new for twenty twenty three. Let's find a way to get to entice people to go. All right, we'll give you that. I'll do an extra twenty five bucks. What's twenty five bucks? It's it's not sure. a lot in the grand scheme, right? Because it's not twenty five bucks per ticket, right? Right. Right. So if I get a four pack in the family zone, I don't owe an additional hundred dollars. Yeah. I owe twenty five dollars. As far as I know, it's twenty five. Yeah. I don't have the I don't have the paper in front of me. I don't have the renewal in front of me to verify that. But when I looked at it, I was pretty certain it was twenty five dollars just to be all in that one thing. Um, but anyway, no matter what, four lucky people that decide to go all in are going to get their $25 given right back to them. Yep. And you'll above, receive all the perks. That above all, all the all other them. stuff that, you know, with the coupon at the concession, you might get your $25 back anyway. Yeah. So. All the more reason to become a season ticket holder. Renew. Be a first time. Now we're going to wait, right? Maybe we'll do, we don't know. Russ and I haven't figured it out yet. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll pick a couple during the renewal period and then we'll say set aside some more winners for first time we don't know yet but uh, at the end of the day where there will be four people so we will not exclude people that are not renewing well i'll tell you that you will have an opportunity as a first time season ticket holder to be one two three four i don't know how long we'll wait but um 
rest assured, everybody will have a fair shot at at least winning. Once. I, w- I would say it'll probably coincide with probably that first week of uh, the football season before the game. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to do it after the game, but before that game leading up to that week, I'd say by then we will definitely have drawn. But we'll yeah. let you know over the summer because we don't want anybody to say, well, I'm going to wait until this point and then – we've already given it away. We'll let you know. We'll let you know way before. Yeah. All right. Number four on our five things, Tony Kemper has accepted uh, the head coaching job at central Arkansas in women's basketball. So he resigned and has gone back to central Arkansas. Yeah. I saw in the release of that, that he was a once upon a time, he was an assistant coach there. So it's kind of a homecoming of sorts. For him, I mean, we thought he did a great job with uh, all yep. of the, um, I don't want to call it upheaval, but, you know, there was a lot of new, yeah. Yeah. a lot of change. And we yep. thought the girls had a really good season. You know, they won a Sunbelt Conference tournament game. They went finished with a winning record. You know, they they um, treated us fans to many wins that we thought were going to be losses. Yep. And I would like to think that this job is pretty attractive. You know, yep. because there's a lot here in place. We've got an administration that has shown that they have a commitment to all sports, women's mm-hmm. basketball included. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is a great nucleus of players here. There's some young talent here. Uh, there's some uh, newcomers that are currently committed, and we'll see if those commitments stand strong. If things change with a coaching change, you never know. Sure. But if, if the trajectory kind of stays the same, you kind of like what you got going, you know. But uh, obviously, we here wish Tony nothing but the best. Yeah, uh, you know, we uh, I always liked the way he kind of ran the program, and you, they were never in the news for the wrong reasons, always for the right reasons. So, um, it's it's it sucks to lose coaches like that that are great people and and are great mm-hmm. teachers of the game. But you know, at the end of the day, th- these are they're coaches to us, but it's a business to them. This is their job, and they have to make the decisions that are best for them and their families, much like players in the portal and all that kind of stuff. But you know, I'm, I'm not, I don't have any ill will. <laughs> I wish him nothing but the best. A little bit more about uh, Coach Kemper is not only was he previously at Central Arkansas, he was mm-hmm. there for both the men's team as a, an assistant and the women's. So overall, I think he was there for six seasons combined, but it, six or seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, he switched over after four or five seasons, went with Matt Daniel, uh, the head coach there. Matt Daniel left there and came here to Marshall and took Tony with him. And then after, I want to say five seasons. Yeah, I think it was five. He, uh, as the assistant, he took over and that gave him in his 11 seasons. He was an assistant for five year head coach for the last six. Yeah. But that, uh, that just tells you from, he's been at two schools since 2006 yeah. and it was that team and Marshall. And now he's going back there. Um, you never know. I mean, he had been there with the men, with the, uh, women's teams. It may have always been his goal to go back there at some point, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, Could you, be. you have you have to develop a, a a bond, you know, with the place that you're at. So uh, now let's throw on our speculation hats, okay? Just for a minute, okay. and I think you'll know where I'm going with this because I think we I do. we've seen a lot of talk online. Yeah. I was not aware of this. I found it on social media. I've seen it since all over social media. 
there is an in-state option that is rather intriguing. It's not just intriguing. It yeah. is a hot name, I would yeah. say. Yeah. So Kim Stevens up at Glenville State, mm-hmm. uh, she went, I think it was 25 and one or 35 and 35 and one last year. She was 35 and one last year and won the division two national championship at Glenville State. All but two of her players left the program and she went out and recruited uh, all basically an all new team. Mm-hmm. And they are currently 29 and two and back, you know, in the uh, in their league, getting ready to make another run. Yeah, I'm re- I'm looking at her bio right now. She's been yeah. uh she's her career record at Glenville State in seven seasons. Seven seasons is 158 and 21. Do the math. Yeah. Three losses yeah. a year over seven years. And yeah. in conference, they're 112 and 10. She's had two perfect regular seasons at home in that tenure. Um I'm like you. I, I cannot sit here and say, no, I mean, I follow college women's basketball. It's particularly division like, two. So closely. Yeah. I know all yeah. the movers and shakers, of course. Yeah. But no, when I saw that float across the timeline, I thought, all right, well, this is worth obviously a click of the link and let's see what's yeah. up. And, and, uh, you know, who am I to tell Christian Spears what to do? No one, but he's been tagged in plenty enough. But to damn. See that's a first, that's a, that's an early call I would make too. I think I, I, I would at least get an interview with that person and say, <laughs> Let me see if you are interested. Yeah. You know? And why would uh, you not little, be? Why would you not yeah. be? I mean, like, she played at Glenville. That's her alma mater. So I get the draw of staying there. You're dominating. You got something built there, and you just lost your whole team and recruited a whole other team, and you're still dominating. I get it. But, man, the, like I just said, the commitment from the administration of women's basketball here at Marshall, the Sunbelt Conference, like, there's there, as a coach, as a coach, you would think – you want to go somewhere where you're challenged again and you say, I think I can do this in Huntington. I think I can build an even bigger winner in Huntington. Or I can repeat my success that we're having at Glenville in Huntington. So I'll, I'm like you, I get the interview and maybe make her tell me no. You and I haven't discussed this until right now. So I no. don't know if you've seen this or not, but uh, let me make it even more intriguing to you. <laughs> okay. um, her style uh-huh. is full court press from the time the clock starts until the time the clock ends. I immediately thought of Nolan Richardson at Arkansas, the 40 minutes of hell. Yeah. It's, it's fast break and lots of threes, lots of threes. Jeez. What does that sound like? (laughs) It's, it's exciting basketball. Yeah. But I mean, to do the, I mean, it reminds me of uh, when Rick Pitino went to uh, UK in the early nineties and I was a big Kentucky fan uh, you know, in Southern West Virginia, not too far away. Uh, that was kind of the regional team that I, I rooted for and, and still do when it's not Marshall. But um, lots of threes, fast break, athletic, um, full court press. That's exciting basketball. Yeah. Can I make it even more intriguing? To oh, you, please sir? do. Please do. I cannot confirm this, but it was stated online. I read that she turned down. WVU last year. Oh, well, that kind of changes things. You know, it's a little bit higher profile of a job. I mean, the Big 12 conference is a pretty prestigious basketball conference. Yeah, but um, I think that the reason got that speculation hat on. Keep it on, brother. 
reason she turned it down is because she 100% wants to come here to the Marshall Thundering Herd. I'll take it. I'll take it. Now, I made all that up, but... <laughs> <laughs> Sounded good. <laughs> I'm going to run with it, man. I am going to run with it. Yeah, you know? but still, there's there's not that many coaches out there that are essentially in your backyard. I mean, right. Like, Glenville's yeah. not that close to Huntington, duh. But It's not far. It, but it's an in-state school, and that's what I mean by your backyard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows where they'll go with this hire? Who knows? Who, who, who knows? You're looking at two hours from here. Yeah. There's an option, you know, to yeah. that has proven success. I have seen that success. A uh, personal friend of mine, Garen Justice from Gilbert, he mm-hmm. won the national championship in football at Concord. He mm-hmm. is now a rising star up for other positions. He's currently at SMU as the offensive uh, line coach, but he has been at Miami, big Miami, not Miami, Ohio. You know what I'm saying? He's, right. he's been around. So that success of being a good head coach at, at lower levels, and she is at Division Two Glenville doing everything that she possibly can. Uh, what more can you do there after winning a national yeah. title? Yeah. Uh, I, Come home, Kim Stevens. Yeah. Uh, Parkersburg, Parkersburg gal, you know, yeah. uh, I did see that in the bio and, and I mean, what a great opportunity to throw in Abby Herring's name. We love our yeah. Parkersburg gals here on the Thundercast. They do great things for the herd. So, Hey, let's get us another one in here and just lead a program, you know, yeah. I, we could do a lot worse. And that's one one of the tweets that I saw said, you could do a lot worse than hiring <laughs> Kim Stevens from Glenville state. And that's it, from the surface. That looks pretty damn true. Uh, And, you know, when you lose, like we have said now twice, when you lose from a national championship team, all but two of your players and you have to totally rebuild Mm -hmm. and you go 29 and two Mm -hmm. as of this show, Mm -hmm. they still have more basketball to play. Mm -hmm. So she can obviously recruit and her staff can can recruit and it does. Basketball is one of those things, right? It's like, it's one of those sports. Like it doesn't matter what division, what level you play it. If you can shoot, you can shoot, you know, it's yeah. not like the dimensions change or all of a sudden you can't make a basket by going from division two to division one. If you can shoot, you can shoot. If you can play defense, you can play defense. Now yeah. the opposition you might be going up against may be a, a notch higher, but yeah. I don't know too many individual players and teams that practice playing against a press all game long. Not too right. many teams do that. They don't expect that. So uh, that's an intriguing thing. I bet that would really, uh, be the type of exciting brand of basketball that would put more butts in the seats at the Cam Henderson Center. I think people I, would enjoy watching that. It's it's the kind of basketball that I like to watch. Yeah, I, I think that would I don't be cool. I don't like to watch forty eight to forty six games uh, where you know it's a toss it down to the guy and he does eighteen different fakes with a uh, you know a, a low post game. I, that's mm-hmm. just not the kind of basketball that I want to watch. If I yeah. wanted to go watch George Mikan in the Lakers, I'd look it up on some grainy black and white film. I want to see a lot of scoring, a lot of offense, a press, uh, up-tempo basketball. That's my yeah. game. So yeah. I would love to see her come here. Yeah, it's one to keep our – we'll be keeping our eyes on that. I, I'm, sure. I'm interested already. You know, when I saw that name float out there and clicked the link and started reading, I thought, okay, well, let's see what we do here because that would be pretty cool. All right, we're going to move on to number five. And, KD, this is one that I don't know how up to speed you are with this one. So I'm going to shock you here. Um, You have a new show coming out. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. So we're going that's our fifth thing today. We're going to talk about it. We have expanded our relationship with Ignite Link. Yep. Uh not just a sponsor. We often you especially refer to them as a strategic partner. Yep. And they have uh allowed us to to do a spin-off show. The Thundercast is not going anywhere. We're doing the same things, but you and you alone have a new show and it's going to be called Inside the Thunder. And I would like for you to tell us all about it. Yeah, this is the reason that for weeks and freaking weeks now, I've been telling folks, you need to be subscribed to the YouTube channel. You better be subscribing to the YouTube channel. And in the intro, I said, right now, go to the description and click the link and subscribe because later in the show, you're going to want to have done that. And this is why. It'll be a YouTube-exclusive video podcast in addition to the Thundercast. We're not going anywhere. This is additional content for you, the herd fans, that will be exclusively available on the Thundercast's YouTube channel. And yes, Russ is right. It's called Inside the Thunder. Ignite Link has expanded their partnership with us to be the sole sponsor of Inside the Thunder. And I'm so appreciative to uh, Jed and all the guys over at Ignite Link yeah. for wanting to get behind us in an even bigger way uh, because. This is a really, really cool thing that uh, we have decided to do. And um, what it is, is a one-on-one casual interview type show. It's me Mm -hmm. and uh, my guests are always some of the most recognizable names from martial athletics history. And um, we're going to be debuting the first episode Later this week, so the Thundercast will get posted probably Sunday or Monday. This is Saturday night, by the way. And uh, a few days after that, we'll be putting out the first Inside the Thunder. And uh, currently, these are going to run one every two weeks or so. Um, Because we want to see how how it goes. I want to see who's down for doing it. And I'm hoping that after a few of them get out there, that more and more of our athletes are like, oh man, yeah, okay, I can do this. I, I was I wanted to wait and see, but now I see this is something cool. And everybody that I've had uh, the opportunity to speak with so far has been freaking awesome. And you know, uh, they're so everybody. Everybody's like, hey man, thanks for reaching out and having me to do this. And I'm like, I'm the I'm the winner here. I get to talk to you you know it's I'm, all I'm, on this side of the table <laughs> yeah, it's all over here you know i'm like what, what are we doing here like i'm the i'm the knucklehead that gets to ask the questions to the people that i loved watching play and that gave me so many great memories and that's kind of the thing this whole show just uh much like the thundercast is about galvanizing the fan base but the inside the thunder is about bringing our athletes closer to the fans and bringing the fans closer to you uh, closer to them and hearing those stories that only they can tell the, the, in the way that only they can tell it. Right. We've all seen the plays and we go back on YouTube and we watch the highlights and, and all that kind of stuff. And you don't really hear the story from the player perspective. And I wanted to bring that to the fans because I thought that you want to hear it. I wanted to hear it. So I thought, well, there's probably other people that want to hear it too. So Inside the Thunder is going to debut later this week. And we'll, like I said, we'll be doing right now one every couple of weeks. We're not trying to bog you down. I'm not even going to spoil it with who the first episode is. But let me tell you, there are no, everybody's top tier. Everybody is top tier. 
So you guys are in for a real treat. I'm gonna throw out a name as a guess. Okay. Randy Moss. He I, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Season two. I don't He's know. Later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got. I feel like I got to uh, establish. You know, I'm not exactly. I don't have the pull. This is not like uh, Adam Schefter. I don't. They. No, I don't have all these guys' numbers. You know. But, See, I'm uh, gonna do. I'm gonna do a spinoff of a spinoff show, <laughs> and it's gonna be me and Randy Moss, and it's yeah. just gonna be. Hey, will you uh, retell the story of when you called me dog once in college? He's going to say no. And then that'll, we'll just cut to the end end of the show. It's like athletes that called me dog once. First episode, (laughs) Randy Moss. Randy Moss. (laughs) But no, I I really hope you guys enjoyed. I've had so much fun doing these episodes. And um, I'm just so thankful that people put the trust in me to want to grant me the time to sit down and talk to me. Yeah. and tell these stories. So it's just really, really cool, man. I'm really excited to bring this to the herd fan base. And um, I don't know, man, I, I don't know what else to say about it. It's, it's been tough not being able to talk about it. And now it's great to be able to talk about it because you're going to get one here in a couple of days. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it because I have not heard these. I wasn't present when you recorded these. Mm-hmm. That's because this is, you doing this on your own time and I've, mm-hmm. we have conflicting schedules and I'm excited as a fan to listen to these. And I hope that everyone else listening is like, man, I can't wait for this show too. So just more free content that we yep. want to give you over here. Yep. That's now, how we roll, man. It's always going to be free for the fans, right? And it, always going to be free for the fans from the Thundercast. Yeah. Now this uh, brings an end to our five things every herd fan needs to know this week as always brought to you by ignite link but before we move on we don't have a feature i want to take just a little bit because i know this uh is kind of small on the oh yeah, yeah. see i'm going to take this off here and uh, just hold it up for a second so everyone can see well, and yeah. as, as i do we can talk about that contest and the mystery announcement ever so briefly and then we'll move on well yeah let's give everybody a closer look at the t- hashtag tc chalkboard because these clues are piling up. This is clue number three now. Perfect. No glare, no nothing. Um, I'm not, I don't know. I don't want to say about it, but yeah, you know. no, I don't. I don't want you to say anything because you one, <laughs> you'll get it wrong. And, uh, <laughs> uh, but no, for for those of you, uh, I will also have a photo of this, like I do, and we'll put it at hashtag TC Chalkboard, so it'll be on Twitter and Facebook for you to see. This is clue number three of seven. So we're right around 43% of the way there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there will be no clue on the eighth week. That will be when we announce this mystery announcement. So yep. go back if you haven't, if you're somehow watching this for the first time tuning in and you are missing the other two clues, go to hashtag TC chalkboard on Twitter or Facebook. You'll see clue one, clue two, and here in a day or so, you'll see clue number three. Yeah, and I'd like to remind everybody that you can guess as often as you would like, mm-hmm. um, but please do so by direct message. Yeah, uh, even if you get it, if you get it right or wrong, we're we're not going to really acknowledge that because we you don't want somebody to win off of your hard work, do you? No. Yeah. So just guess privately and just do that. 
And a couple of people have uh, guessed, and I have elaborated on some things mm-hmm. uh, that is not to give any additional clues whatsoever, but it's just to tell them why they were wrong. Yeah. One of the things was, uh, I don't mind saying this on here without saying who sent it, but someone guessed that we would be uh, possibly taking over 24-7 sports. We have zero desire to do that Mm -hmm. uh one we don't want to have any bosses we don't want to be beholden to them and er anything but that's just not our deal you know uh so things like that you know we'll interact via dm and not give any further clues away when we do so but we don't want people guessing and then if we tell you that you're wrong that takes away someone else's guess because they might guess the same thing yeah but this is it clue number three i've held it up for long enough and again we'll have some photos of it i'm just going to put it to the side but again there is a mystery announcement that we will be making on week eight this is week three so five more weeks from now and um if you guess it correct and there can be multiple winners Mm -hmm. we're going to have a little prize for you yep yep and good luck I think I told you before, he gave me the clues. I knew the answer and I still couldn't get it. You're going to need it. Uh, (laughs) I've had, and no offense, you know, I want people to guess each week, but I had a bunch of people guessing after week one. And I'm like, man, you probably shouldn't even try to guess right now. You know, it's, uh, it's, I made it tough. Yeah, I'd say so. It's, It's challenging, but it should be, it should be, man. Who wants to, who wants to build up something like that and be like, done in the first clue it was so yeah. obvious now nah, this is fun it might be and and look i should say also that if you guess don't get offended if you just get a simple wrong or yeah. no because we don't want to give clues we don't want to that's say right. oh you're close you know yeah. we don't want to do that so yeah. that's what everybody's getting it's not just you everybody's getting a no or like russ said if they guess something we'll give them a reason why like the 24 7 things like we don't yeah. want to do that so yeah um but that's it for that contest and everything so let's take it around the herd yeah let's go around the herd all right we're going to start off with swimming and diving marshall this is ongoing this weekend marshall is competing in the cscaa national uh, invitational championship and so far out of the two days that we have results for the best finish has been ninth place for esther Lebon in the 400 individual medley now i have to say that some of the leaderboards that we've seen, like our athletes are coming in at like 33rd uh, high numbers. There is a lot of competitors here. So coming in ninth is ridiculously good. I think due to how large the field is. Yeah. So we hope to see some uh, killer results here from whatever happened today that they don't have online anywhere yet, but you know, us, we, I mean, we can't be out there at this swim meet, so we have to kind of wait yeah. on the results. But no matter what, we're always <laughs> cheering on the herd, you know. Has there ever been a women's soccer result posted from <laughs> five no, weeks? <laughs> no, and the and the men have played as well in some scrimmages. So the, the men and women, it's kind of real tight-lipped. And, uh, you know, oh. I'm going to have to go up there and sit in the freezing rain, I guess, and go watch the games. I just well, haven't had it. Hadn't had a chance. I've been yeah. at other other events going on and yeah, whatever. All right. So uh, men's golf, this is uh, this was going on this weekend, but they actually finished today. Okay. Uh, the Herd finished sixth overall at the Sea Palms Invitational. 
with a uh, four under par. Davidson won with a 43 under par. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, it was like 43 and then the next was like 19, 17, and then, you know, four. I mean, six, sixth overall at 43. four under and they were 43 under. Gosh. I don't, I mean, that's like Tiger Woods golf on the yeah. station kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here you are. Your player's a hundred under par, and the second place guy is two over. Like, yeah, I used this joke last week, but I think Kim Jong Il played for them. So. <laughs> uh, Marshall did have three in the top thirty-one, and they were led by Tyler Jones, who came in tenth with a seven under par. So, top ten finish, seven under. It was a very good, uh, yeah, couple of yeah. rounds of golf. I'll take that. I don't know how you're gonna edge closer to you know a 40 stroke lead essentially that's pretty tough but if you think about that he was 10th with yeah yeah seven under and yeah. davidson was 43 under i'm guessing they had like one through eight <laughs> you know i mean they would have had to have been you know unless one of their guys again i guess it was kim john hill but you know i want to i just want to say that i am by no means laughing at our result it's just no. hilarious to it's, me that the disparity is so big man it's My, absurd it's it absurd, absurd. <laughs> <laughs> all right women's golf uh they are not playing right now but they will be playing on monday and tuesday in wilmington north carolina for the river landing classic so anyone down there in that area, uh, be a good little tournament to go see the Lady Herd play some golf if you haven't mm -hmm. gotten to see them. Uh, tennis. This uh, happened today. The Herd won 6-1 to one over Louisiana Monroe, and that was the first Sunbelt Conference action right. for this uh, tennis team. And they continue that tomorrow as they host uh, Arkansas State at the uh, Indoor Tennis Center in Barbersville. And then on Wednesday, they are traveling to Radford, and they host Old Dominion on Friday. Cool. Yeah. So if you nice can't be there, to... by the time this posts tomorrow, that tennis yeah. match will have already been over because yeah. it's 10 a.m. tomorrow on Sunday. Oh, yeah. And getting it up uh, that early now. Yeah. So uh, anyway, starting Sunbelt off the right way. Yeah, and I, I caught the tweet earlier in the day that uh, it was um, Johanna Strom that sealed the victory for the Herd, and then it was just to play out the remainder of the singles yeah. matches. So um, I took my opportunity to say that Thunder sealed it for the Herd. I, I just can't stop. That's so perfect. It's just yeah. such a perfect nickname. So um, it's great, man. Sunbelt Conference, uh, first action, off and running in very convincing fashion. And... Um, I mean, who knows, man? I don't, I don't know who the movers and shakers are in Sunbelt Tennis. You know, we, we should – I should take a minute and, and see, like, who won the the conference last year and, and who we should be uh, anticipating, like, as these matches come up. Like, okay, this is the one to circle. Because um, I just – like I like I was talking about – I don't remember what I was talking about before softball probably last week, and I was like, I just get tunnel visioned on what our team is doing. Right. And I really don't – I really don't care who we're playing because I'm so laser focused on how we will do, but it would be nice to be able to build up some of those matches for, you know, this one could go a long way in determining, you know, conference championship seating or, or this is, you know, going to go a long way into uh, proving some standing in the conference type thing. I would like to know who that is. So maybe I'll have to go back and look at that. Yeah. Uh, we are, having a track and field meet in Jacksonville. That'll be Friday and Saturday of this coming weekend. 
the North Florida Invitational. So anyone in and around the Jacksonville area would like to go and watch that. Details are on HerdZone.com. Baseball, last week this was ongoing as we were recording our show. Uh, the doubleheader up in Charleston at uh, Gomart Park. I still mm-hmm. can't get used to that name. Me neither, man. Still, it's cool, but I still want to just immediately power say Power Park. Park. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I I mean, I know that you went to them as well, but I'm still at Watt Powell Watt Park. Powell. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, they split that doubleheader against St. John's. So they won the first game four to two, and then they lost five to three. Uh, came uh, down to route two, uh, 11 to two against Radford on Tuesday, coming home with a win. And then, uh, this weekend just finished up today. They don't have a game tomorrow. Uh, they won the opener on Friday against Canisius. Uh, they won three to two. And then today they split, they won the early game six to five, then dropped the finale four to three, uh, still won the series. And then, they are hosting Ohio State. Uh, should be pretty interesting. You know, Bills was up there from yep. Ohio State. Uh, don't know what kind of crowd that they will bring down from Columbus, but that'll be at Charleston at Gomart Park, and that will be Tuesday and Wednesday. So cool. all the people around the Charleston metro area, make sure you go over there and support the herd. Pretty big series. And I'm quite sure Bills is up for that one. And I would you say know. so, yeah. I and mean, I would like yeah. to also uh, point out today that it was Luke Edwards that came out clutch big time with the walk-off home run to send the herd to victory in the early one. And uh, it's it's great because if Luke's finding that groove, man, he's a dangerous player. And if he gets hot, uh, the herds will, will start to uh, string together some dubs. He's just that kind of guy. We talked hope. about him a lot yeah. last year with that on-base uh, record. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, was it a consecutive games on-base? It wasn't a yeah. hitting streak. It was consecutive yeah. games on-base, yeah. Yeah, and, and most of those were uh, two and three times mm-hmm. a game. You know, it, it was crazy what he strung together. But, yeah, if he gets hot and the pitching remains what it's doing right now, uh, you know, it's much improved. It's early in the season. Yeah. Haven't got into the conference yet, but the the pitching has already shown a, a much improved uh, uh, record so far. Uh, then after that Ohio State uh, two-game series, they are coming back to Charleston uh, for the first Sunbelt uh, baseball games they'll be hosting app state for a three-game set and that will be this weekend uh also uh, on the recruiting front heard picked up another commitment this week um clint moak i believe there's not too much um like the measurable there's just so hard to find the measurables on on guys like this because it's not football it's not basketball you know the recruiting databases just aren't as dedicated and easily accessible but um I want to say that uh, Clint is a pitcher, so this might be the first pitcher uh, for the Greg Beals era. So that's two commits in two weeks. Uh, Got to love that. I mean, everybody likes the recruiting trail. So Hurd's starting to string them together. One a week. I'll take one a week. So like that trajectory, but uh, just something to keep an eye on. The, uh, the guys are starting to raise their hand and say, yeah, I want to come play for the Herd. Moving on to softball to finish us up, we uh, beat – and I'm going to string all these together and then I'm going to let you talk about the softball team here, but 
we were recording last Sunday and the early game finished like right as the show finished for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to go ahead and revisit it anyway. So here's who they beat on Sunday, Kent state 10 to two Pittsburgh, four to three with that great comeback win. Yep. Um, Ohio six to four on Wednesday, uh, Cleveland state nine to one in six innings on Thursday, Winthrop eight to one on Friday, Cleveland state nine to one in five innings on Saturday and Ryder seven to nothing on Saturday, the day we're recording here. And that wraps up their week. They do not have any games tomorrow. That means totaling what their winning streak was coming into this week. They have now won 11 in a row. So before I talk about who's coming up, let's let you talk a little bit about this. Let's talk about each win being a new New. best start in program history. Yeah. If you are not paying attention to herd softball right now, what are you doing? Like (laughs) best ever, like best ever start. Okay. They're exciting. They win. They freaking win. And they're not just winning. Yeah. They eke that one out against Pitt, but damn, look at these other scores. It's, it's, you know, run rule, mercy mm-hmm. rule. <laughs> I mean, they're dominating. They're really dominating. And uh, Autumn Owen is having a fabulous season yeah. individu- from an individual standpoint. Though, listen, if I we're going to do a breakdown here in a couple of games, and we're going to kind of find that midway point, and we're just going to do a little dedicated softball segment. And mm-hmm. we're going to talk about how – more than just Autumn and Sid the Kid are doing because we have so many yeah. girls that are ranking really What a high. lineup. What a lineup, yeah. man. This is like Murderer's Row. It's not quite the 20s Yankees, but damn, it's pretty close for, for herd softball. You know what I mean? But uh, we've got so many girls that are ranking so high in a, a lot of the categories, uh, off, offensive categories in the Sun Belt and some up there in the national rankings that you just don't want to whittle it down and say, you know, they're winning because Autumn's having a great year and Sid's having a great year in the circle. It's really a team effort, and somebody's coming through clutch every single day. Somebody's stepping up every single day. If it, one, you know, some, one day it could be Brooklyn. The next day it could be Grace. It could be Bub. It could be Riley. Someday it's it, all of them. And, and some days it's all of them, right? Yeah. And, and you know, yes, I know I'm leaving some some players out, and I don't mean to, but what I'm saying is – this isn't just a dominant pitcher and a and a and a and a dominant hitter. If you're not paying attention, you're missing out. You're missing out. They are never out of a game. And for guys like us that had all these questions about what would this team look like, you know, because of what was leaving the roster from last year, I think we've put a lot of those questions to bed. Now, yes, we still have to get into the Sun Belt Conference, and that's a totally different animal. Mm-hmm. But right now, I think we see that this team can win. <laughs> and they do it a lot. 21 and freaking three. 21 Def- and three. Defense has much improved, mm-hmm. and I think that that, that uh, helps a lot. That uh, That's a pitcher's best friend, you know. Besides the strikeout, getting some quality defense behind you, I mean, it's just clutch because when you're not allowing base runners on because your defense is getting those outs that they need, that's just less opportunity yep. that due to a, a a ground ball, not even giving up a hit. If a, if someone gets on and they steal a base, a ground ball to third might get them over to third, a uh, sacrifice fly gets them in, and all of a sudden because of an error and somebody got on, you're now down a run. If the defense is playing the way that they have been. This is a dangerous team. Yeah. And 
I, I just we cannot say enough, but we're gonna say more. Tell us yeah, we're gonna bit. say we're gonna keep saying more because we we've talked about some of these players that Megan even talked about coming in and hoping to be a difference maker, and they're proving to be that it, it, through twenty four games. Uh, you you look at players like Sid Bickle, right, and, and what she's brought defensively to the infield. It's a difference maker, and right? always seems to be on base. Always seems to be on yeah. base, right? And I can't do this segment talk about the softball team without the jab I took at Grace. Grace, you know I love you, but yeah. we've really got to work. We've got to put a little bit more swagger around that home run trot. <laughs> but today we see why I was poking fun. Is because she swiped home. You know, she caught him slipping a little bit, and she swiped home, and that's what that's what speedsters do. They yeah. catch you slipping and they capitalize. So that was an all in good fun, just jab at her for being quick at, on a home run chart. Cause that by nature is what she is. That's, that's the type of player she is. You know, I'm a Reds fan. There was a uh, player that came up and he got traded away uh, just like every Reds player ever does. But Adam Rosales, I don't know if you remember this, but he hit a home run and like he's, he would score, I think it was like 13 seconds was his home run trot or something. <laughs> and Big Poppy was like 18 minutes or something. Yeah. I think he stopped at second for a blimpy <laughs> sandwich. But uh, they Rosales would like not trot. He was yeah. like running. Running bases. Know? Yeah, he was running <laughs> around there. And, you know, when you posted that, I was like, on, she did. She almost slapped her. You know? <laughs> uh, but, yes, but I, it's just another one of the things that I love about this team. It's one yeah. of those little things that you catch if you're yeah. following the yeah. softball team. They're fun to watch, man. They are, man. And and again, I'm. I, it was. She knows. I hope she knows that it's all in good fun. I mean, I love her. I love the type of player she is. She's great. Uh, she was one that we put a spotlight on talking about how huge it was going to be for her to come back come back right and play and what we a great were, video that they put yeah. out about her coming back yeah so she's getting her flowers this year she's having a great season um and now she's she knows she's not above the the thundercast jab right it's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's just, a show of love it really is I, i'll tell you from my perspective and i feel free for anybody to to tell me i'm wrong but i think that from the coaches to the players to the family members of these players. Oh, I yeah. Think, I think they all know that we love this softball team. Yeah. Because we've been talking about them. You know, the season was ongoing when we started this show last year. Yep. And we immediately just, I mean, talked about them and how great it is to watch them. Uh, just how fun of a, a squad it is. Uh you know, I've been to the games, taking my kids to the games. It's just a fun atmosphere, and we're showing them as much love as we can. And dag on it, they deserve it. Hell they yeah, deserve. They, they deserve way more love than we could ever give. Because yeah, if if we can't get to the point to where you and I are driving so many fans because we won't shut up about it. Yeah. They're like, look, I'm tired of hearing about softball. Well, go. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're gonna win. This is the hottest team in Huntington right now. Yeah. It yeah. is. You know, yeah. basketball season's over, and for all mm -hmm. the hype that the bas men's basketball team got for winning and going on these winning streaks being really exciting, think yeah. about those same terms, that same love that you were showing the basketball team, and it's happening right down Third Avenue, like the opposite direction, on the softball field at the dot. It's the same level of excitement. It's the same winning. And you're right, man, from the coaching staff, through the players, to the parents. 
mm-hmm. it's just a great it's just it's something you want to be a part of if you want yeah. to pick a team to get behind that that wears herd this is the one to do it right now yeah i mean we don't care that you're being a front runner go and co- can we talk about how clean these uniforms are oh from herd equipment? herd equipment standing ovation man <laughs> yeah jeez I, my wife asked me she was like so what's your favorite softball uh uniform this year and i mean she might as well said Russ, who's your favorite kid your out, favorite out, of, out of out of the three that we have? Because I mean, like fifteen <laughs> minutes later, I was just like, "Oh man, you know." And yeah. finally, I said, "You know what? I'm a sucker for those uh, that white with the green pinstripe." Yep. I just think it looks. I just think it looks clean, is what Classic I told clean. her. Yeah, yep. yeah. It's so slick, and yeah. uh, I'm, I'm gonna get a. Sh- I'm gonna give a shout out. <clears throat> we we usually. It's not that we don't do this on purpose, but I'm going to talk about this because it kind of caught a little fire. And it's, you know, there's there's a fellow that uh, follows us, and we follow him, Ben Westfall. He did, he's like, and he did a concept helmet for the football team that was very softball flavored. Which, by the way, he's the announcer. Yes, at, at the softball. Yes. You know. So he does these helmet concepts from time to time, and he did the the softball flavor on the on with the big Marco head, and that football helmet looked friggin' sweet, man. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Some of these, some of the concepts that come out, you know, they're just creative and they look cool, yeah. but I, I I could never envision because it on we're the field. tradition, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I could envision that on yeah. the field. And that looks good. You know how I am with the Marco head with the M. That's my, I hate that logo. Mm-hmm. But the Marco head by itself, just as an outline in mm-hmm. green or in white or in black or whatever, it looks so sharp. I don't like it when it's colored in with the brown and everything. Right. It's the it's the brown color that just takes me away when I see that on, on the, the Marshall M. And that's the logo that I hate. I think it looks so much like mid-90s NBA, you know, when Toronto had the ugliest uniforms that I'd ever seen. And then everyone said, nah, we can beat that. And Mm -hmm. I just, I mean, I love our classic now modern M with the bar logo is what I call it with the herd or Marshall in black uh, with, with white lettering going across it. But that outline Marco just looks so, I I didn't think that I was going to like anything better than the Sunbelt helmets from last year, not Sunbelt softball helmets from last year with the state outline and partial Marco in the state outline. And I thought, man, they won't top that. This tops it. It tops it. It's good. It looks good. It It looks looks great. It looks great. You throw that on a football helmet and he put the, the green face mask on it. It was like seller. I wear it. Let's wear it this year. It looks that good. So I just wanted to give him a quick shout out. That was really awesome. Uh, I really dug that of of all the concepts I've seen over the number of years. That was that one shot right to the top. Honestly, it was really yeah. good. But let's talk back about softball because we got national leaders, Russ. National yep. leaders, sure do. Uh, Sid Nestor was coming into the weekend, you know, tied in wins with eleven. Now she leads the NCAA. Hold on, leads the NCAA, not the Sun Belt. Leads the NCAA with thirteen wins this season, dominating. She is leading leading the NCAA in strikeouts with 122 on the season. The stats even on the NCAA website haven't been updated through Saturday's games for everybody. Mm-hmm. It still yeah. shows her kind of down the list, like 105 or whatever, but she's leading with 122 on the season. Uh, Autumn Owen coming into this weekend 
was tied for second nationally with home runs with 10, but she has more than that. She hit, she's got 11 or 12, this 12, year, 12, 12 through the weekend. So that needs yeah. updated to two. She could either be tied, you know, we don't know where she'll fall. She could be leading. I don't know. No, the leader had 13. Oh, okay. In. So she would at least be second, but she might be second and sole place of second. And sole place of second. Yeah. yeah. And like, this is what I was talking about. So these, these two gals happen to be ranked really high in those couple of categories nationally, but there are so many of our other players that are ranking really high yeah. in the conference in hits, stolen bases, doubles, yeah. average, on-base run, percentage. Runs scored. That we need to talk about that stuff. And when we find that it might not be the exact split of the halfway point of the season, but it's going to be pretty close. Yeah, you know, we'll we, have we a just, feature story about softball. That's a good idea. And we'll, yeah. we will, but we just need to compile the data. And, it, yeah. and of course, it probably won't go up through that weekend's games. Uh, but you guys just need to know from top to bottom yeah. how freaking dominant this team really is. Get behind them, would you? Get behind them. Damn. Now this is we've got a little bit more about softball before we wrap it up. But, oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, we uh, we need to say that they're not playing tomorrow, or mm -hmm. if you're listening to this on Sunday, they're not playing on Sunday, and then they don't play again until Friday. But they are going to be down in Boone, North Carolina, playing Appalachian State, which means it will be their first Sun Belt Conference action. So we're moving into there now. That doesn't mean from the rest of this point on they're playing nothing but a. Uh, the Sun Belt schedule. They'll still have non-conference games. Yeah. Famously, Alabama is coming here in April. Uh, but uh, we're now going to move into where we can start putting some distance between us and the other people in the Sun Belt. Hopefully, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, we we hope to get some wins and uh, early on to uh, establish a good record in there, which will help with seeding when it comes to tournament time. Yeah, for sure. So the herd got themselves a victory over a historic rival in Ohio University this past week, the midweek one of the midweek games. And now we're going to go cruise into the Sun Belt play with another historic rival that is a rivalry renewed. Most people think of it in football terms, but we in the Thundercast, whenever our rivals lock up in any sport, it's going to be that version of that rivalry. So yeah. the old mountain feud will be renewed from the softball standpoint to kick off the Sun Belt uh, the Sun Belt era of heard softball and yeah by you i'm always here for a good old rivalry i like that i am too all right and um we've got uh one more thing about softball it okay. was uh you caught this and uh retweeted it out but brooklyn ulrich signed with the uh smoky mountain rain of the music city collegiate uh league and she'll be heading there summer of 23 yeah, Smoky Mountain Rain. <laughs> don't, don't quit your don't, day job. <laughs> don't don't ever do that again. <laughs> what? Yeah. No. I mean, I, I know I'm. Can I not be Donnie Millsap? I can't. No. Is that <laughs> man? I, apparently not. With <laughs> no congratulations to Brooklyn. Uh, it's it's always cool to you know find that that uh, I guess a spring league or summer league team or whenever they're going to play just to keep the, keep the skills of churning, but uh, congratulations to her. That was really cool. I'm glad mm -hmm. to see that kind of stuff. And, you know, we've seen that in the past with some of our other players and, and uh, it gives us an opportunity to continue following them after Marshall, which is something we always love to do. Uh, just a couple of house cleaning notes. Uh, this isn't really around the herd related, but I'm going to toss it in there. 
Well, one of them is, I guess. Uh, I saw that women's soccer is down in my neck of the woods recruiting. They're in Bradenton. Uh, either they were just here or they're about to be here. So uh, hopefully they'll be able to reel in some of the talent down in the Bradenton, Florida area. And I saw today also with soccer, not heard soccer, but heard soccer alum Milo Yosef got his first career goal with Tulsa FC today. So cool. good for him, man. like to yeah. see that. So that's my couple of notes there. Russ, if you got anything, let's have it. Otherwise, take us out of here. Yeah, I do have a little bit. I want to talk ever so briefly about what's coming up uh, for the spring game, green and white game. I put this on Facebook and on Twitter, but uh, we're going to have a huge tailgate, which Mm -hmm. we have talked about. Not one, but two smokers coming in. Lots of food that we're going to be having that will be for the football game, that tailgate, but then also the next uh, day over at uh, the softball field for the James Madison game. So Saturday and Sunday, we're going to have an opportunity to get our appetites wet for football. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also we encourage everybody to come over there and tailgate with us for the softball game before that game. Yeah. Uh, we are looking for a sponsor or sponsors. We would prefer to have one, but all that we ask is that you purchase the food. We're going to take care of everything else, including some of the food, but, we just want the the meats that are going to be smoked and the supplies and that sort of thing. And uh, we have it for both games. It would be right around $1,000. So that's all we're asking for someone that would like to be blown up on social media for mm-hmm. both things. For someone that would like to be present at both of those, invite some customers or clients or whatever. And uh, you can put up a tent there next to us. You can have stuff to hand out. You can do whatever. But we are going to help you promote your business. If you are a small business, you're a big business, you're whatever, but you would like to promote yourself in a unique way, in a fun way to some Marshall fans, this is probably right up your alley. Yep. I mean, these are the people you want, right? Herd fans helping herd fans like to do business with herd fans. And that's what we're all about, right? Is, is expanding uh, fandom, not just when the herd's playing, but hey, man, if you need a new roof, I bet you there's a herd alumnus that is a roofer in town. Yeah. Or if you need right. a plumbing job or whatever, you know, there's probably a herd alum that has a business that does that in and around Huntington. If we can put you guys together, that's what we want to do. We want to mm-hmm. we want to send business to other herd fans. So not to mention, ex- not to mention, you'll probably want to eat this food. Probably. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty killer. If if you were uh, around our the home opener last year when we had it's the same guys cooking yeah. and that food was whew. I mean it was really really good. Uh these guys know what they're doing. So you won't catch us behind the grill. <laughs> well, yeah. Russ does a good job. You won't catch me behind the grill. I'll just be waiting for food to be finished, but uh, these guys do a great job. This food is mouth-wateringly good. Yeah, those burn-ins, man. I'm just waiting. I can't. I cannot wait. <laughs> taste them already. Yeah, you can taste them already. All right, man. Well, that was but a. That I've was got a, one. One oh, more thing. More? Yeah, more? yeah, yeah. More. Uh, just since we're talking about sponsorships, we have brought this up before, but mm-hmm. we do have an unsponsored segment on the Thundercast. Nightlink has five things every herd fan needs to know this week, but. We just got done talking for quite some time about Around the Herd, and you Mm -hmm. can see how often we are talking about that. It's every single week. We highlight every team. And if your business would like to be the business that is known to sponsor Around the Herd, 
get uh, all the social media love links in the descriptions and have it spoken every time that we're telling people we're going to take it around the herd. Hit us up, man, because that's another good opportunity to help grow your business and again, have local herd fans here in this tri-state area. Yep. Hopefully become your customers and clients. That's right, man. It's a, it's a great opportunity. It really is because you know, our numbers have grown tremendously, you know, and, and I know that's Crazy. a concern. That's a concern for a lot of people, right? They're yeah. like, well, how many people are listening? How many people see this? Well, let me tell you what those, you know, 304 car wreck, dot com and ignite link got in really early and they wouldn't continue to partner with us if they didn't see a benefit yeah. and they just got they they said all right this could be something good and, and it has turned into something good like more and more people find us every week and our interactions on social media go up every week you know we're yeah. not and we're still not even a year old yet man that's right we're still not even a year old. And some of the things we're rolling out, look, Inside the Thunder is going to draw even more fans to the regular Thundercast episodes because people are going to find that and then be like, oh, they got a regular weekly show too? Oh, my God. They, they cover the entire athletic department? What? How did, have I not known this for the last year? It happens every week. We, we hear it every week. I wish I'd have known this was going on. I'd have been listening long ago. So this is a great opportunity because this might be the calm before the next storm, the big wave of growth. So uh, there's more on the horizon for 2023. We've talked about that a lot. We haven't given very many details. This was like the first step inside the thunder was like the first taste of what 2023 is going to hold. There's even more. There's yeah. even more. So and I, this just came to me, but if anybody is listening to this and they said, ah, you know, I'm kind of on the fence. If you want to do the around the herd thing, maybe we can make it to where you are the sponsor for the, uh, uh, green and white game and softball game. We'll just throw that in as part of the sponsorship. We'll work it out. So if you're interested, uh, maybe we can just sign you up for all of it at a, a, a reduced rate. So hit us up, DM us. Yeah, pretty good opportunity too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, we didn't figure that out until just now. See, wow. we're, we're, we're still, it, it, that's how the creative mind works. Sometimes things yeah. just come to you in the moment. Russ, take us the hell out of here. Yeah. So whether you see us, uh, at the cam, whether you see us over at the dot, and I hope I see you over there at the dot, or you see us over at the green and white game with just as much of the burn-ins and wings and ribs and pulled pork and all that stuff you're going to see, no matter where you see us, KD, we're going to be screaming, go herd. Go herd, it's the Thundercast. We'll see you next week with the very first Inside the Thunder a few days later. Later.